It's the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is February 10th, 2019. Today's readings come from Isaiah, chapter 6, verses 1 through 2a and 3 through 8, as well as 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. When he first heard the Lord's call for him to be a prophet, Isaiah protested that he was an unworthy sinner. The angel of the Lord touched Isaiah's lips with a burning coal from the altar, and the Lord tells Isaiah that now his sins are burned away. Now he can assume his prophetic ministry with the assurance of God's help. A reading from the book of Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, Your guilt has departed, and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In today's passage from his first letter to the Christians at Corinth, Paul assures the community that they will be saved by believing in what he preaches. Paul really puts the pressure on those called to preach the gospel and on those who hear the preached word. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I have proclaimed to you, which you in turn received in which you also stand. This is the good news through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I have proclaimed to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than five hundred of his brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. 
but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of the apostles, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus, listening to the word of God, Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and they were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one owned by Simon Peter, Jesus asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and he taught the crowds from the boat. After Jesus finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we've worked hard all night and we didn't catch anything. But at your command, I will lower the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and he said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized Simon and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to the shore, the fishermen left everything and followed Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful people and kindle within us the fire of your love.
The story of the great catch of fish is a wonderful story, a story about the kingdom, a story about God welcoming people into the kingdom of his love. And that's why you look so happy today when you hear that story. That's why you're smiling. This is about, never mind. It strikes me in this story something that I, I noticed this time around that I never noticed before. Simon says that they've been out fishing all night. Where's Jesus been all night? He's not in the boat. If they were fishing all night, where was Jesus? Where did he spend the night? And from what we know from Luke's gospel, Luke has Jesus being a man of prayer. Could it be? Could it be that while they were fishing, Jesus was at a quiet place in the presence of his Father's love? When it came time to to make the great catch of fish, Jesus was so intimately connected to the Father, to Abba, that he was the Lord of the sea, the lake. You get a chance today, you want to read Psalm 8. My favorite psalm, I think. It talks about the Lord being the Lord of the things that fly in the air and the fish that swim in the sea. And what happened to Peter, Peter recognized that Jesus is the Lord. He said, Lord, get away from me. I'm a sinful person. Peter calls Jesus Lord. He recognizes that Jesus has the power over the fish in the sea as the Lord has power over the fish of the sea. Pray Psalm 8 today. I think you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. Get away from me. I'm a sinful man. A sinful person doesn't want to look at God because the tradition says that if a person, a human being looks at God, they're, well, they're going to get it. They're going to be struck down. But Peter looks at Jesus, recognizes in Jesus the Lord, and he's okay. Jesus, while the boys were out fishing, Jesus was praying, getting closer and closer to his Father, our Father. In her autobiography, the poet Maya Angelou, Maya Angelou, uh, her autobiography, I think it was called something like Ain't going to take nothing from my journey now. She talks about an experience she had when she was a young person. She was uh, taking voice lessons and, and vocal lessons, learning to be an actor. And she was at a voice lesson one day, and her voice teacher had her read a passage that ended with, God loves me. She read it, 
as she says at that time, she was an agnostic. Uh, She believed in the existence of God, but, well, God just didn't hang out at the places that Maya was hanging out. So she wasn't close to God. Her voice teacher made her read that line again. God loves me. He had her read it again. God loves me. By the time she read that line, God loves me, the seventh time, it clicked. She started to believe it, that indeed God loved her. She describes that experience. I've got to read it to you. Her description. After about the seventh repetition, I began to sense that there might be truth in the statement, that there was a possibility that God really did love me. Maya, Angel. I suddenly began to cry at the grandness of it all. I knew that if God loved me, then I could do wonderful things. I could try great things, learn anything, achieve anything. For what could, for what could stand against me and God? That phrase was life transforming for her. God loves me. Do you think it'll work for you? Let's repeat that phrase seven times. Let's repeat it with a heart longing to be open to the reality of that love, that life-transforming love. God loves me. 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 me. The end of today's passage I find rather interesting, he says to Simon, from now on you will be catching men and women in the net of the kingdom. That's us. We're Simon Peter in the world. How are we catching people in the net of God's kingdom? At the door of the kitchen, in Agape Hall, <laughs> our facilities manager, Jeff, has, has hung a string of wooden fish. I don't know if we're going to use those in the Lenten dinners or not, but they're, they're, they're hanging there, and, and I've passed them by a thousand times. And I think about that kitchen. And I think about the people who come in there 
and use the kitchen. They experience the hospitality, the joy, the kindness of the kingdom of God. For this parish, that kitchen could be a net for the kingdom. The other day on Friday, there was a group of young people in there who use our kitchen as a training ground. These are special needs people and they're trying to develop the skills they need to work in food service. And they were in that kitchen and they were smiling and they were happy. It was a clean place. It was a place where they were welcome. It was a place that was set aside to help them in their lives. The kingdom. That kitchen was the net of the kingdom. Last Sunday we had our our pancake breakfast. The work that went in there, the people who gave their time, the warmth and the hospitality of those from the parish as we shared that meal. The net of the kingdom. Hospitality. Welcoming joy. How are we, in the words of Jesus, like Simon, called to catch people in the net of the kingdom? How do we do that? And maybe we just have to go back to the reality of our belief. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.